Asa. Asa. Now can we can now can we do Bud Wise? Wise. <laughs> Welcome to the weekly awesome coming to you at the cool ninety nine beats per minute in the key of F, fellas. It's Wait, a great day. I'm in the key. Beats? I'm in the key of C. You guys, we should pause. Oh, should uh, start no, over. Start the podcast over. We're in the wrong. Cool key. ninety nine beats per minute, fellas. <laughs> Get it right. It's cool opening day 99. in baseball. <laughs> the national championship game is on. It's pretty awesome time to be a sports fan, fellas. How's it going? You guys have an awesome week. Uh, yes, yeah, I was watching the basketball game. I had um, well, yeah, I had a fairly awesome week. I had to go back to work after being on spring break. Um, that was, was a bumski. Kind of a shitty deal, but. Yeah, it's a good week. You know, Bubba, you say it's a good time to be a sports fan, and that's true if you're like a general sports fan. It's a pretty fucking terrible time to be a Minnesota sports fan. Oh, the worst. I Other mean, than that soccer team, everything's the worst. Yeah. That, uh, well, and that's, that's not for two years. Yeah, right. <laughs> and let's be honest, they're totally going to find a way to fuck that up. And then in 25 years, they'll bring back a washed-up Minnesota sports soccer player to not help the team. I mean... Every uh, every Minnesota sports right now is like, hey, like two years from now, life might be tolerable. And you're like, okay, that's not <laughs> yeah. enough for me, honestly. I need more. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, how about how about the Twins game today though? Twins opener today. I think they maybe hit two balls hard. That was really depressing. Yeah, I mean, it seemed pretty much like the way the Twins should well, go. When you got Joe Maurer hitting three and Torrey Hunter hitting four, oh you God. expect homer after. I homer. mean, you do. It's important to have Maurer. In front of Hunter to ground to ground out to second in front of the cleanup hitter. It seems like a really important thing. I love Joe Maurer, but good lord, that was. Hey, we're already, we're off to a good start though, because Tory Hunter went after Joe West after the game today. That's true, and he should have. That was a terrible call. It was but. a terrible call. Joe West is a terrible yeah. fucking umpire. Yeah, he's also like a blues man. Yeah, did you hear what Hunter said? He's like, I don't know, maybe he had dinner reservations or a concert to play in. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. You got <laughs> Toried. Fucking took a dig at him. It was awesome. Now getting Toried is when uh your <laughs> rights as a human are infringed upon because he doesn't agree with your with your sexuality. <laughs> I think he's like, Man, why you got why you gotta be such a prick, Louis? Sorry. Why you gotta be such a prick? <laughs> That's for those of you who don't know, that was Tori Hunter to Mike Berardino in his press conference. That's what That's he called him. So this and much more coming up later in sports. <laughs> uh, we got a lot to cover, fellas. Let's get right into it. Drink of the week. Let's start this off. Uh, Bill, what are you drinking? I'm, I'm drinking a Guinness because mm. I found mm. one in my fridge, and I thought that'll be tasty. That's so. a far. Uh, that's a far different from last week's Robitussin. <laughs> that was fun though. I had a good time doing the podcast. <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> it was kind of like a. It was kind of like some sort of. I felt like I felt like our pod, if it was a TV show, it would have been like an episode of Twenty Four with like the clock ticking down before <laughs> Bill's Robitussin was gonna kick in. Like we we need to get this thing done. Like hey, it was get it was getting a little loopy near the end. It was like All somehow right. I came up with Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and China though when I so maybe it, maybe it I think it was because you were in a Robitussin induced fugue state. That was <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the first podcast where I wasn't the highest one. <laughs> and probably the last. The last. <laughs> uh, Louie, what are you drinking? Well, uh, today is Monday, opening day of baseball season. Well, technically there was a game yesterday, but this is the real opening day. Um, and 
as I have done as many years as I can try to, the last 10 or so, I drank beer and watched baseball today. Um, so I thought, in honor of the Twins' return, I would drink some Grain Belt Premium. So that's what I'm drinking. Uh, it's uh, the friendliest beer I know. And I thought, what better beer to drink than the friendly beer when chatting with a couple of my best buds? Louis, that's... Oh, thanks, Louis. That's, that's um really, like kind of coincidental that you did that because I almost I thought when I was thinking about what I was going to drink during the podcast tonight and I was looking in my fridge I thought you know grain belt would be good for baseball's opening day and I yeah. almost went to the liquor store and got a, a six pack of grain belt but I went with the well, Guinness but I got, seriously I got a 12 pack so you didn't need to get one uh, okay well there you go have an extra one for me <laughs> I will so here here's what I did today you guys I'll explain um I was in Winona Minnesota for Easter at my dad's and uh, I elect- elected to make that drive back this morning because it was Easter yesterday and I was just eating ham and drinking mm. beer and not- that did not make me want to get in the car for three and a half hours at all. Hey, yeah. how much candy did you guys eat? Did Louie, how much candy did you eat? None. I just ate so much ham and drank a lot of beer and martinis. It was great. I had smoked, smoked two a cigar Cadbury cream eggs. I like cigars. So I got back this morning and I had an appointment to get my tires changed because I had, you know, $600 lying around that I really wanted to spend on something <laughs> I don't care about. And so I was like, what would be a really good way to start my week? So I did that. And uh, at first when I dropped off the uh, dropped off the car, I thought... I'll go to McDonald's and drink coffee and use their Wi-Fi and get work done. And then I realized, oh, my appointment's at noon. I'll go to G. Allen's, a local pub and eatery, and watch the Twins while my car gets worked on. And that was a way better idea. Um, mm. Except for the whole watching the Twins part. Um, so yeah, I had a couple beers there. there. Yeah, I had a couple beers there and then went and got some more. Came home, did a bunch of work, watched baseball, fell asleep on the couch in that way where I was like, I think I'm going to try to fall asleep on the couch, but it might just happen. Who knows? This is great. I'm watching baseball. <laughs> and then I woke up, and there was just more baseball on. And it's a great, great day so far. G. Allen's. Was Davy Jones working? Uh, I don't know. Probably not, but I guess I have no – I don't really know their schedules or, or tonejuses either. Um, these are some deep cathedral cuts for those of you who went to high school Super with Bubba and me. Super deep cathedral cuts. Uh, but – Davy Jones, what up? Hope you're hope you're a fan of the pod. But I have a or uh, Louis, I have a question for you as we kind of can conclude our introductory comments here. Why does it look like you're in somebody's murder cave? <laughs> oh, it's because I'm in my murder cave. Okay. Uh, this is my uh, childhood bedroom. As <laughs> I discussed in the in the two previous pods, <laughs> I am at home. Where I was, where I was raised, um, and I played in that room so many times. Yeah, the there is still there is still tape on the floor from the three point lines and free throw lines that Bubba and I put on the floor for mini basketball. Mini um, and also and a I, funny a funny side note about Bubba and I's mini basketball games is that we always played uh, two on O, <laughs> and so we would each pick like a college basketball player on a team. So I'd be like. Rashid Wallace and he'd be Anton Jameson or whatever. Sure. And then uh we would play and then like when I missed a shot or whatever, we'd get the rebound. And then all of a sudden, 
you know, Michigan State had the ball, and then we would be two guys from the other, you know, a different team. The other people. And like, and you'd reject you your own yourself. shot sometime. Like, oh, his shot's blocked. And it was like, for some reason, we, I don't know if we never, I think we played one on one sometimes, but we just usually played Not two, we played two on zero, which was two, just weird. You can't weird. actually play one on one mini. Yeah, ball. right. But just kind of get bored. It was, Louis, for two points, name the two, there's for sure two teams that we were, were a thousand times more than any other two teams. Name them and the two players that we were. A thousand times more. Well, my first instinct, just because they were my favorite, is Arkansas with Corliss Williamson and Scotty Thurmond. But I don't think that's right. Uh, that That is not correct. I do recall being them, but um, we, it was always was UMass. It, oh, Lou Rowe and Marcus Camby. Versus yeah. Arizona. Miles Simon and Mike Bibby. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Like or, uh, or God Sham God and Austin Crozier for Providence. That's a good one. Yeah. The amount of times Marcus Camby rejected Mike Bibby was in, oh. in, it was so often. Dude, and that was the that was the era of the enormous undershirts. I loved that. Oh, like yeah. Marcus Camby just wearing like a triple XL white tee. Just that was great. So amazing. Um, all right, let's finish this off. Uh, I have a, an entire bottle of uh, Two Vines Cabernet. It was four ninety nine at CVS in my glass, and I am going to finish drinking it quickly because I'd like to feel wine drunk. Because Bubba had drunk. a long day at the office. Bubba had a long day crunching numbers. Um, first segment, song of the week number one. Song of the week number one is coming from me. Um, right? I don't have the rundown up. Yeah, it is. It's coming from you. Uh, it's coming from me. We're really excited um, for this song of the week. I super happy. Uh, I know Louie's going to be upset, but Bill's excited as shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to hijack the episode early. Um, I was watching some Matt Smith some episodes of Doctor, Doctor Who the other day, <laughs> and one of my favorite things about the reboot has been the music. It's there's there's all original music. Uh, so it's good. orchestrated uh, for the BBC National Orchestra of Wales. Um, Murray Gold is the composer. I it, I think that it's the the original themes outside of his take on the um, obviously the classic theme song. Uh, there's there's super cool. Every character, every companion, everybody has a theme. There's adventure themes. There's all these great themes that keep showing up. And I my I have one that's for sure my favorite, and it's Matt Smith, though not my favorite Doctor. Uh, my favorite theme. Uh, it's just called I'm the Doctor, and it comes on every time he's playing uh, playing badass. So uh, it's called I Am the Doctor. Uh, featuring the BBC National Orchestra of Wales by Murray Gold from the Doctor Who soundtrack.
good choice, Bubba. I love it when that song plays in the show that we watch. Mm, yes, I, I I also <laughs> like it when it plays in that show sometimes. Um, that's song of the week number one. Let's uh, let's do some news. Awesome news. We're gonna check in uh, with all of our favorite search engine news sites. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I've been curious lately as to whose news was the most awesome of our top three search engines, Google, Yahoo, and Bing. So let's find out. All right. The first one is Yahoo. Yahoo, we type in awesome. Awesome tech you can't buy yet. We've had this show up on another one where it was. it's not the same gear. This one is silver socks, electric lighters, and a 3D printer, printer Wait, for under two hundred dollars. You can't buy silver, silver socks yet. Socks yet? <laughs> why? Uh, why would I need silver socks? Uh, I believe you need silver socks so that you can walk on the pad that makes you become 3D. That's my guess. Nope. I'm just kidding. It's a new extra airy sock for exercising. That's fucking dumb. Okay, that sounds stupid. Hey, this this that, is a definitely a tangent, but I was just uh I had one of those moments yesterday that I'm sure Bill you can relate to as a grown-up where yeah. I was I was uh I was kind of bitching about how expensive a good pair of socks are. And then the next day I was wearing <laughs> and then the next day I was wearing my favorite pair of smart wool socks. And I realized as I was putting on my shoes, I started trying to figure out how long I had had them. And I realized nope. that I'd had them <clears throat> since I was 21. So Whoa. I've had them See, for, a good pair for of socks nine like, years. Yeah. And then I was like, yep. oh, hey, maybe don't bitch about these socks being $22 because you have them nine years later mm-hmm. and you still love them. Like, mm-hmm. freaking good socks, man. Worth the investment. Hashtag. Yes. That should have shown up on the awesome fucking page. Yeah, right. Instead of silver socks. What the yeah. fuck? Yahoo News. That's bullshit. All right. Bing. Let's see if you can do any better. I guarantee you Bing can't. <laughs> this dad's awesome cardboard fort for his kids violates city code. Oh. I'm glad it was city That's code. really a huge bummer. It's... It's pretty awesome because it's there's a picture of it and he like just turned the su- he took gigantic cardboard boxes and made like a little kind of kingdom city of them like with yeah. big walls and he put the 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 slide from the swing set inside of the wall and his kids can climb over it's a fucking it looks badass and he's forced outside? to tear it down it's outside yeah it's right by his shrubs how does the cardboard, like, all cardboard not get boxes. all soggy and shit when it rains. I, I'm not sure. My guess would be he put Extra it up. Cardboard. It didn't rain, and they forced him to take it down and make his children cry before it had a chance to rain. Hey, I'd like to throw out a, a weekly awesome poll to our followers and listeners. Um, please respond if you use Bing, and it's not because you're on your work computer and you can't figure out how to change the default setting of what search engine you're on. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the only scenario yeah, where hit Bing it, gets Hit us used. up on Twitter. Uh, at bing, a, awesome. bing us a bing, bing us user. on the internet is that how it works i don't know how bing Hi-oh. works bing. man their commercials are such a load of shit all those people look so goddamn excited that they're using bing and no one else is but no one's using bing who's ever walked into the room and been like dude bing that no one 
Yeah. I, and and it's always it's funny to think about like you know how these like tech companies the culture is just always so like you know at Apple like the idea that anyone would have anything besides an iPhone is like basically impossible you know um, right it's heresy you just yeah. got to think about like Treason. think about like and I and I guess we're currently using Google Plus but we're using it for like its only useful feature um, and this isn't even really Google Plus I don't know it's more like the chat thing but anyway like. I just love thinking about Google employees and like them Google plusing each other, and then like Bing employees around the or Microsoft employees around the <laughs> office being like, "Oh, I wonder who wrote that song. I'm gonna Bing it." Like and like trying to like make that a because thing, you know? Because they like can't say Google it or they'll get fired or something. You know? Like, <laughs> oh, I hope that's the case. Uh, also, twi- Twitter at us, as Bubba calls it, if uh, you're a Microsoft employee who longs to say Google it, but you can't use Google as a verb, <laughs> and you're forced to use Bing as a verb. Or if you well, prefer you on PlayStation show. over Xbox, but you can't play PlayStation. <laughs> if I... Yeah. Speaking of PlayStation versus Xbox, what do you guys think of the new Doctor Who game on PlayStation? <laughs> I think that it's terrific. <laughs> I don't think it exists, but I thought maybe I would try. <laughs> All right. And the final awesome news coming from Google. Here's an awesome photo of Duke's Jaheel Okafor palming a basketball. And he has, okay, for those of you who've never met Louie and are just random fans that happened across our podcast and now come weekly to enjoy some laughter with us, Louie has the biggest hands of any person I've ever met. Shaking hands with him is terrifying and weird. <laughs> this dude, it looks like he's holding a mini basketball. Louis, his hands would do to you what your hands do to me. It is. It l- it's, actually it's looks pretty like crazy. It's it insane. looks like holding a mini ball. It, honest to God, looks like when I hold a mini ball. <laughs> like also, Mad Men last night. Mad Men's back, baby. Was it good? Yeah, it was awesome. Hey, also, uh, my mom has now gotten two emails from HBO telling the Charter subscriber to cease and desist downloading HBO television shows. Oops. Oh. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag living at home. You're, you're downloading HBO television shows through like a... Yeah, and I, I never, yeah, okay. I've never bothered to... I never bothered to like... Do the uh the IP whatever just all that like kind a of mask stuff or something. yeah yeah because yeah. it just never was a thing that mattered and I did for a while and then that was like six years ago and at this point I was like I've downloaded so many movies and TV shows and whatever it's like who cares at this point but I do remember weirdly that Peter told me a few years ago yeah I'd just be a little I would just be a little wary with HBO because they're like super litigious and they really care about their shit because you know they're a pay channel or whatever and so now. Um, that's funny. Yeah. I, I think if I get, think, uh, and it's funny too, cause they say what time you did it. And it's like, you downloaded an episode of girls. You downloaded an episode of last week tonight with John Oliver. And it's like, oh crap. So anyway, that's awesome. News. <laughs> that's awesome. news. <laughs> Next segment. Or I mean, mm. <laughs> 401k taxes and baby throw up that's right it's time to ask a grown-up with bill ask a grown-up with bill hi guys hi guys 
Hi. Louie, you got the first question for Bill this week. Bill, are you feeling grown uply? Because uh, I think I think Louie and I, it's been a while since we've done this segment, and I have had a bunch of questions that have come up in my actual life. Do you want to um, know so, how grown up I'm feeling, Bubba? Uh, it, what, on what kind of a scale is it going to be, or are you just going to tell On me? a pretty gross scale in terms of child care. You were elbow deep in diarrhea today. I, uh, you nailed it, Louie. <laughs> we are, we are, we've got, we've got the runs. Not Elbow me, deep and re-re. But the little guy, he's got them. And we've been, uh, been going through diapers left and right, and they are pretty stinky. So yeah, I'm, I'm feeling real grown up today. You can't just feed your kid beer. I, well, shh. Yeah, my wife's not listening at this point. She makes it through about the first six minutes of each podcast, and then imagine if she believed that we that you gave your kid beer. I'd be fucked. I would not be podcasting <laughs> next week. Uh, um, Louis, why don't you go first, man? What's your question for Bill? Um, well, Bill, you might have extra insight on this because, as we've discussed cryptically before, you work in education. Um, so. I have had an iPhone for a year or two and uh, have been around a lot of people who use Snapchat and have been like tangentially aware of it for a long time and had it on my phone for a long time, but couldn't really figure out why I would ever need it. Cause I figured if you're, I'm I'm not running for office. I can just text people photos of things that are mm-hmm. ribald and risque. It's okay. Um, mm-hmm. But of late, I've I've been having more and more people ask me like, "Oh, what's your username? Do you, what's your snap? Whatever." I don't can't even talk mm-hmm. the lingo. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I don't want to have to be involved with it because mm-hmm. it just uh, hurts my heart sometimes. But I also sort of see the fun in it, and I'm wondering, as a self respecting grown up, I'm about to turn thirty one and week and a half uh should i fuck with snapchat or should i just say nope i am too old and i don't get it yeah yeah i mean you referenced Dude, my work you can draw dicks <laughs> and it's it's true i mean it's definitely like the thing of like it's the one of the primary social media outlets of the generation younger than us they definitely stay away from Facebook for the most part. I think they all have Facebook accounts, but I, I just don't think they do anything with them. I think they're like phone books for them, you know, like, yeah, you want to like look somebody up or find this person. Um, I, I've, I've gone back and forth on this too, Louis, because for the longest time I held out on Twitter for the same reason. Cause I was Mm -hmm. like, this seems like bullshit and whatever. And then I, I joined Twitter. Three years ago now, and I I haven't looked back. I, I love it. I use it all the time. I have mm-hmm. it open whenever I watch sporting events and stuff. But I feel like that's altogether different than Snapchat. I feel like I finally saw a use in Twitter, and it mostly had to do with watching sports and yep. following sports writers and getting information. And I feel like Snapchat, like you said, is just a way to communicate with friends, right? And send them pictures. It's not like, I mean, can you follow? I don't even know anything about it. Can I follow? No sports stars and writers and journalists on Snapchat? Is that but, even a no, thing? But like, Bill, so, Bill, let me pay, Bill, let me paint you a picture. Here's it. Uh, literally, that's what he does is paint pictures is well, in my introduction to Snapchat was I was in Vegas for a bachelor party, Bubba's bachelor party. Yeah. 
and a bunch yep. of these guys had iPhones, and I yep. did not. And they were all sending Snapchats to each other, or snaps to each other. Or fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, snaps, get it right. And all they were were just... Is that we, what it's called? We'd all be sitting around in a room, and one, they would take a photo of one of us, who an unsuspecting soul, and then just draw like a heinous, <laughs> semi-violent sex scene around you. <laughs> And then just send it to everyone else in the room. And then everyone would get their phones out as they buzzed and they would laugh and you'd be like, what's going on? And be like, then if you got to the other person in time, they'd show you that there was like a good amount of body matter and liquid on you in this very rudimentary Microsoft paint kind of way. And so that's, that's, that is how I think Bubba uses it. If I had to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically that like, yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I draw dicks on stuff. every other purpose of it, I'm with you. I don't. It just seems dumb, but it's so pretty fun to take fun of people who has, don't know. It has uses <laughs> in big groups of people, but really, it's funny when you send people stuff and they're there and you can witness their reaction. I mean, no, that's fun too. But I mean, the the general use. Uh, imagine if tomorrow morning, Bill, you were walking and some dumb teen was giving you guff all morning, and you were just frustrated and all of a sudden your phone buzzed and you pulled it out and in the middle of a school there's just 10 giant dicks <laughs> right in your hand i, feel, I, feel I think it would brighten your day my job. yeah you probably would um, and then what if you just sent it to the principal yeah right there you go no that's what i'll do all right so um, what do you think Snapchat? My, so my okay my my professional grown-up opinion is that you you don't need it, but I suppose if you have a big group of friends who are all using it and you feel like you're missing out, you could you could try it. Um, but I don't think you need to be the trendsetter. Well, I think I am, whether I want to be or not, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, in this particular case, Louis, as hard as it is for you, try not to be the trendsetter. Oh man. Um. Okay. Awesome. Um, all right, Bill. Baba, do you have your phone on you? My phone? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. Are you going to Snapchat me something? Maybe I already did. Oh, did you Snapchat? Shit, no. Doesn't... See, now I feel left out. You guys are dicks. <laughs> well, maybe you should cave like Louie did. All right, Bill. Purpose, aren't you, Louis? Here's Just my grown up. Well, no, I just realized I just realized as I was looking at you on my computer screen and you were talking that it was the perfect time to draw a penis with projectile <laughs> liquid coming from it on your face. So, <laughs> see, Louis, Louis getting how to Thus use it. Thus proving my point somehow or undermining my own question. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just, I guess, I just, I don't like it. I don't like Snapchat. I don't like that it's a thing. I don't want it to be a thing, but I think it is a thing, and I don't know. Hmm. I'm just I'm just dealing with old age, you know, guys. Hmm. Being old, but also not being mature, it's tough. Nobody <laughs> knows. Uh, all right, Bill. Here's my question, Bill. With Easter upon us, yep, millions of people are gathering together and eating a shitload of candy, ham, and whatever your Easter thing mm-hmm. had in it. Mm-hmm. And the last couple, and I couldn't. Uh, my family got together, and I, this, this is what got me thinking from the outside in. Um, the last handful of holidays, I- I've thought about this, 
every single time because it's been like a couple years since it's been brought up. Mm-hmm. But at least a few times in my adult life, I've gotten guff from family about how much I drank at a family gathering mm. on a holiday. No, mm-hmm. that's you. I have an opinion mm-hmm. on this. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I'm and and I I'm I'm just here's my question. You know, I'm staring staring thirty a few months down the road here, and it, 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 is that now a thing? That I am not in my twenties, I can't do that anymore. It, I is I, there a? I, I'm not saying like, Bleh, but it, it, is is it ever going to be where I can't do that? Because I have a great time, and the older people that also are having a great time are having a great time. Well, see, I, I just want to keep having a great time. But now, but now I've got nieces and nephews and stuff, mm-hmm. and so that's I I think that maybe has something to do with it. I don't mm-hmm. know, but mm-hmm. it, what what uh, adult opinion? What do you think? I mean. I think in some ways, sorry, I got to bust in here. I think in some ways it's almost all you've got once you get older. Like, if you can't get real drunk at a family gathering, I mean, that's like the, that's like your one chance to like, to do that really, right? I mean, isn't that kind of how it works? Like you Christmas. Yeah, right, because you're not like going to the bar and get ripped three nights a week. No, man, that's, that's your time to shine. That's your time to maybe sleep on somebody's couch. Maybe your, I don't know, maybe your brother's couch. Maybe your niece's couch, and I don't know. Maybe you just yeah. gotta s- sleep in your car one night after yeah. Thanksgiving. That's just how it works, you know. I, I'm, I'm with Louie on this one, Bubba. I think, <laughs> I mean, it better not be a problem to have a bunch of drinks at family gatherings. Otherwise, I didn't play yesterday correctly. Um, <laughs> but, <coughs> but that was fun. Yeah, I mean, what I if, think you're Bill, right. Bill, what though. if I, when you left, you're like, were you at your like parents' house or something? We we were at my grandparents' house. Like when? What if you were the first one to leave, and right when you left, all everyone talked about was how much you drank and they're planning <laughs> an adventure right now. I well, hope that's the case. I have Maybe. I have an awesome I, I have an awesome story tangent on this exact. So um, this last Christmas, I uh, we have a Christmas Eve gathering with the aunts and uncles on my dad's side, and we always drink martinis and wine and have a little bit of food, but mostly just get kind of drunk, and it's really fun. Sounds fun. and. Uh, we did that on Christmas Eve and then on Christmas day, we had a small gathering at my aunt's house and it was more of the kids and the rest of the family. And, uh, on Christmas day, (laughs) we were playing catchphrase and I was playing with my aunt and uncle and a couple other aunts and uncles and then a couple cousins who are probably 12, 13, 14. I really uh, like where this is going. Yeah. And so, uh, I got the word quiche, okay? And I had been given a quiche by my Aunt Claire the night before who had a few that she had made and she was keeping in her freezer to give to people for for Christmas and stuff. And so it was like super nice. And I was like, oh, thanks, Claire, whatever. And, you know, we had been drinking quite a bit. And um, so I I got this quiche from her. And then I I get the word in catchphrase the next day. So I say... Mm. (laughs) I got, I got, I got one of these, I got one of these last night and my, my uncle goes, do you, I, and then I was like, (laughs) what? No. And then I said, no, Claire, you, I go, you gave me one of these last night. And she goes, a condom. And I was like, (laughs) and I just couldn't, I was crying. I was laughing so hard and I couldn't get through it and I lost. But I was like, what do you guys think of me? You gave me a quiche. 
And she was like, oh, and it was like this like perfect moment of like, oh, this is what it, which is what you guys think. Okay, crap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bubba, I will. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. It's so funny. It's awesome. But did she did she give you a condom? No. Why? Why would she say? Like, I think I know. So I said, Claire, you gave me one of these last night, and I think like her husband or somebody else was like a condom, and I was like, oh. what? Oh. No. Um. So, the, <laughs> so there are two thoughts. <laughs> You were drunk, and you were gonna have one pretend. Yeah, those are probably not mutually exclusive either. I think they probably thought both of those were true. I'm sorry. I'm trying to stop laughing. Uh, Hey, Louie, there's your Snapchat. (laughs) It finally dinged in. That might explain why my internet is so slow. If it took you that long to get it. Uh, HBO or it could be that dungeon HBO you're in. contacted Charter to throttle back your internet speed. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> That's probably true. They're getting back at you. HBO is, HBO is seizing part of your internet speed until they get their money back for those episodes. Never. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> Show me, Bubba. Bill's Hold it getting... up to the screen. I want to see it's, if this it's is It already gone. disappeared. Uh, it never it exists. For... Erased. Sure. I can tell you what it wasn't. It was not Bill taking a big old facial. That's not what it was. Um, and not the kind you have on your fifth anniversary. Yeah, with right. Wife, with yeah. the cucumbers yeah. in your eyes. Yeah. Well, I don't want to tell you how to do it. But. <laughs> so, so final thought on this is uh, I can get drunk on holidays. Yeah, Always. I would just say that the one X factor you're right, Bubba, is little the presence of little kids, and you do probably have to just watch yourself. I will kind of Louis off. Uh, off of what you're talking about on my mom's side of the family, most of my cousins are just a little bit older than us. Um, so they're all kind of in their, in their thirties now. And I'm one of the younger ones, but for this very reason, they were all having kids and stuff like that. About seven or eight years ago, they decided, we decided at Christmas to have a post Christmas gathering, usually sometime in January. And we just strictly called it cousin, cousin party. And the rule was, None of my cousins could bring their kids and none of my aunts or uncles or my grandparents could be there. So it was literally just us, my cousins, and their spouses. And oh, we the gotta first, start doing that, Louis. And the first yeah. one we ever hosted just turned into a massive drunken shit show. And it was <laughs> oh, I want hilarious that. and awesome. And and it really has pretty much been that ever since we've had it annually since then. So that kind of alleviates the big drinking thing at Christmas. Because everybody knows that in two or three weeks, everybody's going to ditch the kids and we're all just going to crash at somebody's house and we're going to have cousin party. And it's, yeah, it's a grand, grand old time. So that's, nice. I mean, that was a, good, a good idea. Kind of uh, moderate solution awesome. to allow us to still drink and have our fun. We have often like talked it. about doing that, Josh. We have. One one year we like got together for drinks. Yeah. Like a, hand, a handful of cousins, I don't cousins, think I right? was there, though. I might be imagining. I might. might we might have talked about it. We got to do that, Bill. Do you do it at somebody's house then? Just yeah, like, one of the cousins every year. Up, this is a house party. Yep, it's just a big oh, house yeah, party. See, like we got to do ago, that. Louis. My wife and I hosted it here at our place, and it was awesome. Might so. have to do it on a weeknight though, because the cousins from out of town. 
Mm-hmm. There are so many fireworks going on. Fans right now, well, as we tape, it's opening day at Diamondback Stadium across the way. And boy, is it loud and rowdy. I am excited. I got great seats for tomorrow night. Going to the nice. game tomorrow night. Nice. We are sitting in the first row right behind the uh, visiting dugout, right in front of the on-deck circle. Who do you get to chirp? Who's who's in town? Uh, San Francisco Giants. So, Bubba, I was, I was thinking about this, and you, you have the ideal situation – for a stadium that is like two blocks from your house in that the team is going to be God awful. And so cheap tickets, they're going to be so cheap, like day of right over there. Every Mm -hmm. time you have nothing to do, it's like, you can hear like the you can twins hear, fan. You can hear the game start. Oh. You, it is. It's like if you live right by Target Field, you hear the game start, and you can just walk over there and get a freaking ticket for four dollars or whatever, and just go wherever you want because there aren't going to be fans there. And there you go, boom, Diamondbacks baseball, baby. We are getting off on tangents tonight, but I love each and every one of them. I'm having a terrific time. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on though, got to keep it moving. You're the best. person of the week louie who we got i have not prepared this at all but i saw that zach braff turned 40 years old zach braff's an interesting character because he's mm. on a show that i both love and also recognize mm. is just kind of goofy and you know a silly show but he was you know starred in scrubs for many years and scrubs is a great go-to uh bubba, best, bubba and i recently played a, a game of scrubs drinking game via Google Plus Hangouts. Yeah, you can go- uh, what, Google Plus. What were the parameters of? Well, we game? have very well structured parameters to this it's, drinking game. It goes back many this years. Game, this game is more than a decade old. Um, but we found out that you can like share YouTube videos on Google Plus, and so we found episodes on YouTube and watched some Scrubs together, which was kind They're of funny. Just a little bit. Yeah, they have like down. messed up the speed so they don't get sued or something. Um, but uh, he, you know, he also uh, wrote and directed Garden State, which I I think I'm in the exact sweet spot of age where that movie was like so important to me, okay. and now I can look Super. back at it and be like, ah, it maybe isn't that the great. The shins, of a movie, baby, but, the shins. Come um, on. And he also has uh, gotten a good amount of flack the last couple of years when he set up a Kickstarter to make a another movie instead of just taking the offer that he got from a studio to make it um, and got like three or $4 million from his fans and made a movie that from what I can tell is almost a shot for shot rip off of garden state. Um, and I forget what it's called, but um, if you Google Zach Braff, I'm sure it won't be hard to find. Um, but yeah. Zach Braff, 40 years old, I think is a good reminder that we're all decaying and dying on the inside. Um <laughs> And uh, all that, all that, all that's good is all is not, will not last. It's slipping through our fingertips. Um, as I approach my thirty first birthday, I think it's important to remember that uh, now I'm I'm probably over half dead. And uh, what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> what are we even doing here? Thank you, Louis. And I'm sitting I'm sitting here making a podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Zach Braff, for reminding me of the inevitability 
of death and the inexorable march toward <laughs> decrepitude. <laughs> and my song of the week is Walking on Sunshine. Just kidding. <laughs> Thank you, Louie. Very motivational. Awesome video of the week. Rather watch Kitty Cats playing. Not to say that we wouldn't show Kitty Cats playing. Here come Kitty Cats playing. Welcome to the Weekly Awesome Awesome Video. Bill. Yeah. Um, in honor of today being opening day of the baseball season, um, I uh, I was reminded of a, a pretty funny video. It's pretty short. You can go view it at theweeklyawesome.com. And it's a video. It's from maybe 2006, 2007. I think it even says on the YouTube page. Um, and it's a video of Bob Costas interviewing Ichiro Suzuki. And he asks him, uh, you know, they, I, from what I can tell, the context of the interview is kind of talking about Ichiro's move to the United States and, you know, things that he was learning along the way and whatever. And uh, he asks him, what's your favorite American expression? And Ichiro thinks for a very, very long time. Like, he definitely has to think about this. And what do you think, Bubba? Should I just drop the expression or do we want people to just go watch the video? Drop it. Yeah, but okay. How, he says, how offensive is it going to be the way you well, say the, it? It's, it's, it's not super <laughs> offensive. Um, and I think he screws up a, a, different, uh, a different phrase, but I'm not sure because I, I don't know if there's another phrase that he was trying to go and I think he screws it up. But he says, Kansas City in August is hotter than two rats in a fucking wool sock. And, and Bob Costas just loses it. And so does the whole camera crew that's filming the documentary. You can hear everybody just... Because he, like, stops and he's paused so much and he was so, like, quiet. Hotter than two rats in a fucking wool sock. I think the expression is hotter than two squirrels fucking in a wool sock, right? Isn't that the... But I, I have no idea where the fuck have you heard that before? That's so insane, but so amazing. <laughs> but I, anyway, um, if you want to hear Ichiro say it, and you do because it's way funnier, go to theweeklyawesome.com, go to the awesomes page, and check out our awesome video posts that we do weekly. Um, and you can see our awesome video of the week. <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome. Speaking of wool socks, have I mentioned that I've owned a pair of smart wool socks for 10 years, nearly? Did you know that you can get a pair of silver socks for running and exercising? And have I mentioned that these smart wool socks are the a constant reminder of life's... <laughs> yeah, the, the expression is hotter than two rats fucking in a wool sock or two rats screwing in a wool sock. <laughs> That's good, though. The unexpected placement of the F word yeah, is what does it. Right. You know... <laughs> Oh, fucking wolf. Oh, terrific, Bill. I look forward to watching it. Yeah. Uh, Bill, you're up for song of the week number two. What are we listening to? Um, I uh, I don't know why this was my song of the week. I don't know if it just randomly came up on my music. I can't even remember, but it just kind of came to me. Um, this is a great a great track by a band called Nickel Creek. Nickel Creek is a is a fun band that I like to to listen to. They're a bluegrass group, bluegrass trio, um, mandolin, guitar, and violin slash fiddle. And they frequently tour with a bass player. And the tune that I picked is off of their debut album from many years ago now. Gosh, this probably came out in the late 90s. Um, And 
the tune is called In the House of Tom Bombadil, which I love because that's a great uh, Tolkien Lord of the Rings reference, too. And it's just a great little instrumental number. They do a lot of singing, and as they kind of grew and matured as a band, they kind of broke out of the, the standard bluegrass thing and got a little bit funkier. But um, anyway, In the House of Tom Bombadil is a great track. It's kind of supposed to, I think, kind of celebrate the joy that the Hobbits felt when they got to Tom Bombadil's house. But my favorite thing about this tune is that um, a good chunk of the tune is actually in seven instead of like four or three or, or a more standard time. And I saw Nickel Creek live at the one, State two, Theater one, two, three, one, many, two. many years ago. And um, the tune's got like a great beat. It's the kind of thing you just want to groove to. And so they start to play it, and the audience starts trying to clap along. But but unless you know that it's clap, 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 you you would just completely fuck it up. And I remember watching the looks on their faces as soon as the audience started to clap as they were playing and like trying to keep their cool as they were doing it, it was pretty funny um but anyway it's a good tune good track a very happy song in the house of tom bombadil by nickel creek <laughs>
Excellent song choice. Bill. Thank you. This week on games, we're back to talking board games. I'd like to bring you another uh, of our favorites. Louis, why don't you tell us a little bit about the wonderful card game, Deck Builder Dominion. Sure. Um, Dominion is uh, after the uh, gateway drug that is Settlers of Catan, I think. Um, Dominion is one of those games that gets brought into the mix pretty soon after. I know that I was introduced to it after I uh, started playing Settlers. Um, it's a very different game. It's a board game, but not actually really a board game. Um, like, it comes in a box and seems like a board game, but it's a card game. Um, what I love about it, as Bubba said, it's a deck-building card game. So every single person starts out with the same combination of cards. And in front of you, there are uh, 10 action cards and then some some gold, silver bronze, different things like this, money, basically, and, uh, not bronze, copper, excuse me, um, and what's fun about it is that, uh, there are many more than 10 cards in the game, so there are tons of expansion packs, but just on the normal game, I don't know how many there are, I would say there are something like 30 or 40, and so every game, they have, like, suggested combinations if you want, but you can also just make your own game every time. And it's a lot of fun because the, the sort of fun in the game is that you all start with the same thing and you sort of are all feeling out as the game goes on. Like, oh, in this game, it's going to be important to collect goals, or in this game, it's going to be important to attack your enemies and stuff like that. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a it's a it's a fun one because it's that that deck style style you're just going to and shuffling shuffling but but um. Once, 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 once people play, it goes very quickly, and and it has a good has amount, a good of, amount of, of possibilities for, for fucking, fucking with each other. With each other. But um, um, you can also you can take, take the high road and not give each other curses and try to play it a, a more pure way. And yeah, it's a good game, Dominion. Good time. It's uh, it has a high barrier of entry only because you have to be okay with how nerdy it is. Like, um. Unlike something like Settlers of Catan, which is, I think, pretty mainstream at this point, or Ticket to Ride, which is like trains or whatever, it's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty nerdy. But uh, once if you know, and I think we're all we're all okay with that, but um, other folks might not be. But it's a good time. It's uh, I think it's two to five players. I want to say maybe only four, but there's not really any reason you can't play them more. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Um, I'm going to stop talking at some point. We'll say now. I feel, I'm trying to, I'm looking at a bunch of images of this setup, and I feel like this is a game, I've played this game once. Um, There's a group of people that I work with who get together on a monthly or semi-monthly basis um, and play board games, but they're super into it, so they're constantly on to the next big game, and Mm -hmm. we very rarely repeat games. 
um, in that group just because they always they're the type of people who always want to try the next new thing. But I'm looking at this and I feel like I played it once and I, I it's a lot of I feel like I remember having a lot of fun and I remember liking that aspect of it, Louis, that you were talking about where it's like you got to like kind of stop and feel like where the game is moving. It's not yeah. like certain board games where you, once you've played them two or three times, you know, like, okay, I better make sure I corner this resource or else. Yep. And you start to kind of know what the strategy is before the game starts. And I remember playing this game and feeling that same thing. Like, well, this could be important, but it totally depends what these guys end up doing, whether or yep. not this aspect of the game will be important this time around or not. So that's fun because it, it just really increases the ability you know, the replayability of the game, which is fun. Well, and there's also that, um, there's also that point where, you know, it, it's got that fun thing where like, it takes a couple turns. There's a little lag before everyone realizes like, Oh, Bubba's trying to do this. And then mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Do we need to try to stop him? Or, you know, it's, I don't right. know. It's cool. Is that really a big deal? Yeah. I've only played one time and, uh, I couldn't remember how it was played, but I remember having a lot of fun and that's why I was hoping Louie would tell us about it. Uh, I look forward to it because I remember he and I played um, and I had fun with two players and me and my wife try to play a lot of board games, but we're getting sick of the only, you know, the couple that we have that we can play with two people. So I think I'm going to get Dominion. Um, I, guys, I've never played board games with you, Bubba. Can we resolve the next time you're in town that we'll get together and play? I'm in. Yeah. Well, let's, let's just for the first, uh, first time I come, let's, I'll probably fly in on a Friday. So let's just Friday night. Let's get some people together, play board games Saturday. Do some dancing. Cool. Uh, next segment. Sports, 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 sports. Uh, MLB opening day. We talked a little bit about it already. Louis said it's his favorite day of the year. Um, going on outside my house as we speak. Uh, anybody see Louis? What was the best game you saw today? Uh, well, I watched the Twins. That was not that the was best not game you saw. Best one. The Twins that lost four to zero. David Price didn't appear to sweat or really even pay that much attention to who was hitting because it didn't matter. Um, and uh, we did get Joe Nathan against Tory Hunter, which was kind of funny. It was like a combined a hundred and four years of baseball on the <laughs> field. Um, uh. Well, actually, you know what? There weren't. Uh, I, so I, I was restricted. I don't have MLB TV as of yet. I usually get it, but I have not gotten it this year. So I was uh, confined to what ESPN was showing. So I mm. and um, the Twins. So I saw the Twins, and then um, the Yankees Blue Jays was on. That was also not a good game. Uh, Tanaka got totally shelled. Excuse me. Um, and then uh, the best game, I guess, I saw. Um, I watched the Nationals Mets, and that was a good game. It was a fun pitching matchup because uh, Scherzer was making his debut with the Nationals after his enormous contract. He pitched super well, but there were two really unfortunate errors that um, ended up costing them. And then Bartolo mm-hmm. Colon was pitching for their team, doing really fat Bartolo Colon things that were great, and just being really how many cheetos really did good he between innings? defying all logic. Have you seen the get like the oh also big news you guys the creator of the file extension dot gif uh, finally weighed yes. in to say that it is pronounced gif, which is yeah, that's such stupid. a relief because I've been having to say gif even though I hate gif you know. No, I'm gonna keep saying gif. I'm sorry. I think gif is stupid. That's peanut butter. You disagree? 
I well, I mean, I don't disagree. He obviously invented it. I just it took me so, so long to I, say GIF, and I hate it. Oh well, yeah. I, I'm gonna keep but GIF, GIF is just wait, oh, it's better, and it's and it's wait he switched it back to GIF. No, it, he the creator of of GIFs, um, had never talked about how you pronounce it, and apparently recently said it's pronounced GIF. Um, which is how I always wanted to pronounce it. And then I started saying GIF because that's what everyone said. And that seemed to be how you would say it. Um, but I think GIF fits better, you know? It's like in a GIF, it's a quick little thing, you know? Anyway, I, there is I a guess. GIF or a GIF of Bartolo Colon last year in the dugout. And it's like after an inning and somebody is like, you know, somebody in the dugout's like kind of talking shit or like laughing with him. And he grabs his belly with both hands and just like <laughs> shakes it in such an awesome way. Like obviously there's video of it too because it's a gif. But you should find that, Bubba. It is so hilarious. Like he, he's just <laughs> so fast. It right now. And he's so good. It's so weird. <laughs> Bill, chat it to me. Um, so, okay. but that was a fun matchup because he's just like a he defies all logic. He's I think he's like what forty one. He's just very <laughs> obese and uh, only throws fastballs almost like he's like an eighty five percent fastball guy, and yet has, does well. And uh, so that's fun. And then Bryce Harper hit a moonshot home run off him, which was cool because I like Bryce Harper. Um. <coughs> This is a fun Bubs, fact. You got to go like six or seven seconds into the video I just sent you. Uh, this on my. This is a pretty awesome fun fact about Bryce Harper. He has. He's a total tool. He's a complete douche. No, nah, I I disagree. I like oh. Bryce Harper, but he has never faced a pitcher younger than him in professional baseball. Really, and he's in his what fourth major league season? Yeah. Um, what about Trout? Has Trout? Yeah, Trout, Trout's a year older than him, and so oh, okay, when yeah, Trout, you're right. so yeah, Harper, Harper, I think next year or maybe this year, late in the year, he'll face a pitcher younger than him. But yeah, he has never faced a pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> you want know, a cologne thing? <laughs> he just grabs his belly and freaking. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. Um, yeah, so that was the best game I saw. It, I think it was a. Yeah, I like Max Scherzer too. He's got two different colored eyeballs, which is always fun. So, uh, so fellas, how about that NCAA championship game? Bill, man, didn't Duke Blue Devils play very well? I did. I thought that Duke Blue Devils played very well. It was a great game. And Louie, how about that rebounding from Wisconsin Badgers? They They looked great on the glass. I thought that the coach of the Duke Blue Devils was very good at calling the plays for the Duke Blue Devils at the end of the game. Yes, I agree. Bill, I don't think the coach of the other team was very pleased with his team's very last-minute comeback attempt. Did you? Well, the coach of Wisconsin Pig Fuckers. His post-game interview seemed disappointed, but at the same time proud of his players. Louis, Wisconsin Badgers.
NCAA championship. Boy, was it terrific. I, All right. Final thought. <clears throat> Uh, for How those of you who I, was don't he- watch I was hearing, okay, so he- I was listening to, there's a really great podcast sports, that uh, NBC the Guardian all does, all it's the the, uh, Football Weekly, and it's uh, really good. Goal of the year I'm this just weekend, fellas, writers for the Guardian Charlie talking Adams about soccer. Strike from 65 um, yards wins it, because I think it does hands down. It was it was interesting. They were talking about how this was easily the best weekend of goals all season, and how there were like at least seven that you could have been like... um. Yeah, and Rooney's was like Rooney's was like their third or fourth favorite. Um, they thought Bobby Zamora's like a couple of the guys thought Bobby Zamora's chip for QPR was the best was the best goal. And I heard a okay. Here was the argument for one of the guys why he thought. Did you see Jermaine Defoe's goal? Wayne Rooney's against was so Newcastle? amazing. When you guys so this guy's about it. this guy thought Jermaine Defoe's goal for, uh, against Newcastle for Sunderland was better than Charlie Adams because he was saying that, that was Charlie Adams Charlie Adam does that all the time. Like he was like Charlie Adam, his whole career has been trying to do yeah. that. And it's so frustrating to watch as a fan. Cause you're like, stop it. And like it worked and it was really good, but like in a vacuum, it was amazing. But there was that this whole argument was just that like, yeah, it was okay. But that aesthetically, the fact that Cotois touched it, made it a little less aesthetically pleasing. I kind of think it was, it, it showed how freaking far he had to run and how, crazy of a shot it was that he still I don't know I kind of liked that he tipped it in sort of at the end yeah yeah but but the but the trajectory and the angle of Jermaine Defoe's goal was so so preposterous like he kicked it and it was like right when he kicked it you were like well that's 40 yards wide I'm pretty sure and then it yeah like, I did too. immediately I dipped in, in a way, it, way I, it was just like way... bananas Yeah, that's yeah, no. That to me is yeah. the checkpoint for Adam. Like he was on his own half of the fucking field. Like yeah. But every uh, other one of those more really than long bit. distance goals of the last bunch of years, yeah. none of them were from the other side of the halfway mark and he was like 10 yards back. I'm watching Jermaine Defoe's right now. Why don't you just bing uh bing it? Just Buy bing Charlie Adam. Oh, Wunderstrike. <coughs> the Jermaine yeah. Defoe goal is If you haven't good. seen it, go online, uh, check all those goals out. I'm sure if you Google it, yeah. there'll be a list of videos. Well, somewhere. and uh, not... did you guys watch Arsenal-Liverpool? <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. Arsenal goal was amazing in that Bing goal. Charlie in Adam that goal. Yeah. Goal of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, and while you're doing it, you might as just well like every Arsenal player. Jaggy Elka Wunderstrike. pretty. Oh, I can see I can see why like, so many people are Arsenal fans. They yards, play easily like, the most attractive soccer and they're just Yeah. yeah. It's a bloodbath. Yeah, and they have the best oh, They were also they were all close. just they were all just so pretty. Yeah, like none of them were but like, like oh, okay, but they, they all like, oh, all of so their good. goals like Ozil's free kick. They kept talking about how Minule screwed it up and maybe he did a little bit, but that was a that was just an And every guy has such a cute angle and curl. And Sanchez's like two yeah, touches like, to get that on his foot so and then just handsome. murder it. I mean, that was, whew, those are all fun. This is a good weekend for goal watching. Although I did watch Burnley Tottenham and I don't know if anyone else did, but it was no. fucking awful. It was the most boring hour and a half of my life. And are you ever in that situation where you end up watching, you're watching a soccer game and you end up watching it with somebody who doesn't watch soccer mm-hmm. very often. 
Yeah, and, and it's that game, and then they're like, "Why do you even watch this?" Well, well it's I exactly it was, like I was so mad. Well, it's it was not just exactly so like, but it always makes me think of most like boring thing ever. Soccer weirdly gets treated like, uh, like this is maybe a stretch, but like soccer gets treated like and it uh, has to be the worst game ever, and you're like, "No, like, that's not what it's like. <laughs> like." The way people talk about soccer who don't watch it is often in those situations is like the way people talk about like minorities or women where they're like, they meet one, they meet one person of a certain race and that person is like blank. And then they're like, well, I guess all people are like this or, you know, so they'll watch the one boring soccer game of the day and they're like, why is soccer always this boring? And you're like, it's not though. You'd like, let's not pretend that every big 10 basketball game was just fucking delightful on the eyes, you know, like, yeah. Sometimes sports are brutal to watch and really boring. And Burnley Tottenham was like the highlights would have lasted six seconds and they weren't even really highlights. It was like nobody had a shot. Nothing happened. The end. Why was Helen Keller a shitty driver? Nope. Because she was a woman. Next second. <laughs> yeah. You got some quiz. We have got uh, Louis sitting atop the table, Bill mid-level, me sitting by myself at the bottom, but I'm only three points away from Bill. I believe we're sitting a good six or seven, Bill, below Louis. Uh, it is, uh, as you guys may not know, uh, the not including the uh, pre-pods, but since we went live with episode one, this is episode 10. We've done Woo! it, double digits. hey Thanks for our t- listeners for sticking with us. The 35 of you out there that have been listening. God bless you. Tell a friend. We love you. Um, so in honor of the 10th episode of the Weekly Awesome, the Awesome Quiz is going to end it being opening uh, day of baseball. Uh, I thought, not going to do just baseball, but sports. The uh, All the answers are going to be athletes who wore the jersey number 10. Mm. The jersey number 10. All right. Okay. So I got a pad of paper. Bill, why don't you give it a call? Heads or tails? Uh, heads. I'm sorry, it is tails. Lewis, first or second? Second, please. All right, Bill. Yeah, we're starting off. Uh, starting off with soccer, first round, fellas. Okay. Starting off easy. This soccer legend was a three-time World Cup champion. He came out of semi-retirement in 1975 to play for the New York Cosmos. He wore the jersey ten. Um. Well, three-time World Cup champion. I mean, this has got to be as easy as I think it is. It Pele. It is Pele. Yeah, it is Pele for one point. I said we're starting off getting just getting warmed up. Yep. With All right. No, I got getting you. Warmed Good. up with Good. soccer. Yep. Pele. I like, it. I like it. I like it. Bill's got one. Louis. Yeah. He looks like if Ron Jeremy and Blackbeard the pirate had a baby. He won a World <laughs> Cup as a, as a player, and now in charge of his country is trying to win one as a manager. His World Cup as a player is still what many of his countrymen say makes him still the best player ever from their country. Uh, well, I don't know if he looks like that anymore because he's had a freakish amount of plastic surgery <laughs> and he loves he loves cocaine. Yes, uh, but Diego Maradona, yeah. <laughs> that is correct for one point. All tied up after one, terrific. Nothing like a good Diego Maradona crack to get the awesome quiz off right. I'm going to drink the rest of my glass of wine in a bottle. Glass. I can't believe you didn't mention Subway in your talk of Pele. This That's Subway spokesman. <laughs> Such a sellout. Uh, all right. Round two. Bill. Yeah. 
He hit th- round two, fellas, is baseball. Yeah. Okay. He hit 303 with 2,727 hits, 1,619 runs, 549 doubles, 468 home runs, and 1,623 RBI. He played 21 seasons, and his last game was on October 5th, 2012. He wore the uh, jersey 10. Um, it's Chipper Jones. Chipper, Chipper Jones. Jones. Yeah. Chipper Jones is correct. Chipper Jones. Yeah, Chipper I got to tell that correct. story. Can I tell that story quick? Very quickly. Go with it. Okay, so my best, one of my best buds used to work for the Atlanta Braves, and there was a story going around the office that uh, one of the other people he worked with was sitting close enough to the uh, to home plate to hear that when Chipper Jones slid through home plate for the go-ahead run in a game, as he pumped his fist, he said, Chipper Jones! <laughs> and I don't know if it's true, but it's, the, great, it's the greatest I'm, thing. I'm, I'm acting as if it's true. I want Chipper Jones! To be true. Chipper Jones! Steve Holt! <laughs> Steve Holt! <laughs> Steve Holt! Um, all right, that's two. Two for Bill, two for two. Louie, this outfielder is the only player to have 200 homers and 200 stolen base with the Expos. He also played 21 seasons. His last game was September 29th, 1996. Uh, Tim Rock Reigns. I'm sorry. The correct answer is Andre Dawson. Oh, the Hawk. Duh. The Hawk. Andre Dawson. Tim Raines definitely didn't hit 200 home runs. That was dumb. Sorry, baseball people. I sh- I'm embarrassed by that. After two rounds. Bill two, Louis one. Bill. Yeah. You, you can balls. seal it. You can seal it right here. Okay. This New York Knicks guard won two <coughs> National Basketball Association championships with the Knicks. And currently does color commentary for them. Mm. He wore the jersey number 10. I would like to steal. He does color commentary for them now? Yes. Um, I can see him. He's got fun hair. Um, <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I his name the hell is his name oh god damn it uh um oh my god didn't he do wasn't he doing um wasn't he doing commercials too right the, for the for the beard dye the just for men like touch a gray beard stuff, right? Wasn't that him too? Well, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put you on a 10 second clock here, man. Oh motherfucker, I can see his face. <sighs> Shit. Five I don't seconds. Know. I don't know. The correct answer. Walt Frazier. What fuck? Walt God damn it, Walt <laughs> Shit. Louie, a chance to sneak back, pull the last one out. Playing for that one point, baby. Yeah, I did just for men commercials. That's what, ah, Jesus. I knew that. I just wasn't going to help you. I know you help weren't, you? but right. Well, God damn it. Okay, Louie. Sorry. For the tie. Sorry. 
You should apologize to all the people who have been betting on you to stay up in the league. I'm pissed. Yeah, Bill, why don't you pull up a betting website and tell us the odds of you uh, winning this one? <laughs> Not good anymore. Pretty, pretty darn good. They're a lot better than my odds of winning, which are zero. Mm. Louie, this yes. Hall of Fame quarterback threw for 4,700 yards and 342 touchdowns. I, th- I bet he, also he scored threw for more thir- than 4,700 yards. 47,000 47, yards okay. and 342 touchdowns. He scored 32 rushing touchdowns, and his name is also the title of a 2010 episode of the hit Showtime series, Weeds. He wore jersey number 10. His name is an episode of Weeds. Yes. Do you know this, Bill? Um, I have a guess. I don't know it because of the Weeds thing. Um. Trying to think of a a quarterback whose name is like a innuendo or whatever, an entendre for <laughs> marijuana or something. Like is there like a smoky or like a forty seven thousand yards. Okay. That's a lot. Forty seven thousand three hundred and forty two touchdowns. 32 rushing TDs. Oh, I know. This is hard. I'm going to lose because of fucking Andre Dawson. God damn it. Um, Can I get like a little bit more direction here? I'm sorry, I can't, but I can put you on a 10-second clock. What hand does he throw with? What hand does he throw with? Five seconds. Troy Aikman. The correct answer. Francis Tarkenton. Fran Tarkenton. When you said the 32 rushing touchdowns, it hit me. Why does that? What is? Why? Why is that on weeds? I, they they talk about him in an episode of Weeds, and the episode title is Fran Tarkington. Fuck. That was a little toughy, but that's how the awesome quiz rolls sometimes. Yeah. Bill! I had a, I had a pretty tough WWE one last week. Bill, yeah. sitting high above the victory post, catching oh. up to Louie. I think you're only What's maybe three, four points post? behind. What's a I don't how do you know, get up? And how do you get above like it? Sitting on one anymore, guys. Bo Ryan is losing his shit right now. Oh, he's yelling so much. No, wait, but no, that's but you're watching a rerun because we already <coughs> talked about what happened in the game. Uh, well, yeah, you can edit this out, but Bo Ryan is <laughs> Bo Ryan is pissed. It's pissed. This referee's talking down to him like he's a school child. He needs he needs his staff from his nursing facility to come and calm him down before his blood pressure goes. <laughs> oh, because he's old as shit. Old person jump. Uh, uh, all right, let's finish this one off, guys. Uh, Louis, song of the week number three. What do you got? Um, I had read a little bit about this guy, uh, and then um, named Tobias Jesso Junior. Jr., oh. <laughs> um, who kind of looks like. He's got a he's got a mop of hair that kind of looks like he could be related to me. Um, is he an anal rapist? Uh, he's not an anal rapist. <laughs> is he a never nude? Um, 
but he's a piano playing singer songwriter. Um, I think he's pretty young. I think he's in his twenties. Um, but he plays really simple, uh, pretty direct and and good pop songs, kind of mellow. Bubba, I think you would be a fan. Bill, probably you too. But I feel like I can speak more confidently about yeah. Um, but his uh, new album is called Goon. And I had been listening to it a little bit, and then my f- a friend of mine, Alexa, who I haven't I haven't spoken to in a while, just texted me out of nowhere, and was like, "Have you listened to Tobias Jesso yet? I feel like you would. L- it made me think of you. I feel like you would love it." And I was like, "A little bit." And then I listened to it more, and yeah, I've been really into it. Um, so uh, the song I have picked is "Can We Still Be Friends," with no with no question mark in the title, which kind of bugs me, but I'm okay <laughs> with it. Um. So, the song, Can We Still Be Friends by Tobias Gesso Jr. Off the album Goon. Um, It's on the Spotify and presumably other ways people get music these days. Um, Yeah, I think the album came out a couple months ago, maybe. Um, Check it out. Well, don't you hate it when you mess up with a friend From around the bend Thinking this could be the end And you won't know what you got Until it's gone And it's been so long That no one's right and no one's wrong And have you ever given up in a fight On a Friday night Saying who turned out the light Well don't you worry Cause it happens all the time Somewhere down the line You'll be okay and he'll be fine
Mm. You're right, Lewis. I did like that. <laughs> I knew you would, Reggie Ray. Well, fans, it's been another week of the Weekly Awesome, and boy, we're sure glad you joined us, fellas. Awesome show. That was fun. It was, a little, it was a little shambolic in a good way, I think. Yeah, I agree. Man. Yeah, and also fans, you ribald and execrable and shambolic from you tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. I've got the thesaurus out. It's ready. Turns out, eleven beers deep is just what Louis needs to bring out the big words. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us. I'm Baba. I'm Louis, and I'm Bill. Try this. Stab a badger. Sing softly to yourself. Salute. Your shorts. Shave your aunt's head. Take a picture that's only worth 999 words. Drop a stank dookie. Wave your hands in the air, but you should care a little bit about how it looks. Start a new tradition that will be somewhat like some other ones. Get fully erect. Pickle peppers. Take a minute to appreciate the fact that you have opposable thumbs. Ice cream sandwich. And remember, always shoot for awesome. Have an awesome week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. The end has come. It's time to say goodbye. But don't be sad. Think of all the fun we've had. I'll see you soon. Don't think you've lost some. Because next week will be fucking awesome, too. So anyway, that I should we've, probably delete because that was an extra like, six minutes. Anyway. We've lost um, Did he leave? No. He's around. He's just... He's, he's just completely... <laughs> the second we started talking about Doctor Who, I'm just going to edit all that out because that was such a fucking rant. <laughs> and he started it. I needed, to, I, needed to, I needed to pick my song of the week, so I just unplugged my headphones and listened to music on my phone. While you guys talked. (laughs) His plan worked perfectly. (laughs) You dick.